Jr. He takes the timeout. Technical They're foul. on the timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, as I said, it is... What's up, guys? hey <clears throat> It is Tuesday, October 29th. Yeah, we are blatantly ste- stealing One Shining Podcast. Rest in peace, yeah. One Shining Pod. Rest in peace, The Ringer. Rest in peace, Mark Titus and Tate yeah, Frazier. That, that pod doesn't exist anymore, so I feel like that might be public domain. Is, is that how public domain works? I do not think it's copyright infringement. Um, maybe, maybe the... Um, Maybe the website domain is available now. Maybe we maybe, maybe we GoDaddy.com or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Evan. <clears throat> Lots happened last week. Uh, I got to clear, yeah. clear my throat a little bit. <clears throat> Have fun listening to me hacking up a storm over here. Yeah, th- there, were, there were seven games in our fantasy league last week, uh, which is exactly league average. Um, yeah, w- which one do we want to talk about first, Ben? Um, my login isn't working. Ugh, God, you haven't even uh, logged in yet? I'm tr- I'm tr- what have we been doing? I've, I've been here for over half an hour. I was finding the One Shining Pod drop, <laughs> is what I was doing. Yeah. And my, and my com- Evan, 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 just start talking about stuff. Just start talking about a matchup. I'll, I'll catch up. Okay. Uh, well, so just this week in general, we're going to go through the matchups like we always do. Uh, and then I think at the end, we're going to talk a little bit about the playoff picture. Uh, and talk a little bit about what the algorithm says about who's going to make the playoffs. So we'll do that. Uh, first, I'm going to pick a random game. That game is going to be Nick versus Joe. Let's talk about Nick versus Joe. Uh, all right, all right. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. So so Nick put up 136 points, which was tied. We should talk about this, too. Tied for the top That score. was interesting. Uh, and, and Joe only put up 60. Joe falls to 1-7. and seven. Nick is at 4-4, four and four, uh, kind of solidly back in the playoff hunt, uh, in the playoff spot right now. Uh, let's talk about Nick's team first, because it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cooper Cup had another outstanding Yeah, he, He's wide receiver one, isn't he? he? He is wide receiver two. Michael Thomas, I'm guessing, is wide receiver one. Uh, he already has. Oh, yeah, God. He has both <coughs> of those guys. So Nick, Nick has Michael Thomas and Cooper Cup. Wide receivers one and two. Uh, Cup put up 28 points and just, like, demolished the Bengals. Uh, Evan, I'm wondering how you feel about enabling a super team with uh, giving Nick uh, Darren Waller. Yeah, so me and Nick made a trade this morning. Uh, we're actually recording this on Tuesday instead of the typical Monday because Ben had a, a prior conflict. Uh, so I, trade- I was at the Gopher game last night. He's at a Gopher exhibition game. They were playing Southwest Minnesota State. Did they win? They did win. Hell yeah. Uh, I, they're, Undefeated. They're not looking. I don't. I don't know about this team though. <laughs> my my take. My main takeaway is, man, I wish Amir Coffee would have come back. Yeah. Because this team would actually not to digress too much, but like team team would be like a four or five seed in the tourney if uh, Amir Coffee came back. But now it's just kind of like a bunch of just okay players. Yeah, I don't really know who's going to drive the bus, so to speak. Yeah, that's fair. Anyways, Anyways. Uh, me and Nick's trade this morning, uh, I gave him Darren Waller, the tight end from the Raiders. Uh, he gave me Jordan Howard. Uh, so Nick is going to be able to plug in Waller right away at tight end to replace TJ Hawkinson, who's been really bad since week one. Um, and I'm going to take Jordan Howard just so that I have a healthy running back. Um yeah, we'll get to that later, like and my, now, my and, portion of this deal. And and Nick will presumably flex Jamal Williams moving forward, mm-hmm. um, who Evan also dropped, for the record. Yeah, I think I think it's a little hard to say how useful Jamal Williams will be on any given week. Uh, like, he had 15 points uh, in, in Week 8, 
but he had two touchdowns. So it's like he's not getting a whole ton of touches, at least not consistently. Like he had ten touches against the Chiefs, uh, and it's hard to be good. Like you could be like an acceptable flex option with ten touches per game, but it's hard to be like a good fantasy player with that. So yeah, you could do worse. Than, you could do worse than the flex. I think. Though. I think. Yeah, I think Nick like mixing mat mixing and matching Jamal Williams, Jarvis Landry, Corey Davis, Kenny Stills at flex. Like like that's perfectly fine. Like that's definitely and and I think it's definitely worth it for him to upgrade a tight end from Hoggins into Waller because that's a pretty substantial step up. Um. Yeah, it was and a, yeah, he's he really doesn't have holes in other positions because he's so set at running back with Gurley and Carson, and obviously a wide receiver with the top two guys in the league. Um, and then he's got Aaron Rodgers and yeah, and it, Kirk. it clearly filled a hole for Nick's team. Um, mm. Nick Nick put up one thirty six this week, um, and the the weak spot was clearly the tight end position. Mm-hmm. Um, elsewhere on Nick's team, uh, going back to a couple weeks ago when I said. Aaron Rodgers was no longer a must-start. Right. Uh, I'm going to recant that again. <laughs> I recanted it last week. I recanted it again. Yeah. You should probably should probably start Aaron Rodgers. And he outscored Cousins this week, so Nick mm. chose correctly. He's Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback. Um, Joe's team, <coughs> Drew Brees. Ooh. Drew Brees is back. Um, yeah, that was helpful for Joe, for sure. Drew Brees put him up 25 points in his return. And no longer has to start Teddy Bridgewater, which hadn't been going terribly, but not not great. He definitely needs Kamara back, uh, and Joe's going to benefit, I think, a lot, or you know, relatively a lot, from Kenyon Drake getting traded to the Cardinals. Yeah, if Joe if Joe thinks to notice that Kenyon Drake is on a different team, and maybe he'll slot him into a starting lineup. Um, yeah, Joe's two two <coughs> running backs, two starting running backs this week had a combined two yards. Uh, yeah, it's not what you want. Points. That is not what you want. Well, Jalen Samuels is, is still hurt, right? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why Joe started Jalen Samuels. Yeah, it looks like he's you know got three other running backs who also did not play this week, so it's kind of a a tough go. Well, I'm guessing the did the Dolphins hold Drake out? Yeah, he did not play. I don't think he's hurt. They just held no. him out because they were going to trade him. Yeah, he didn't travel with him. Um, Jalen Samuels, I still think he's a. James Conner seems like he gets hurt every game, so... Yeah, it sounds, sounds like Conner is kind of up um, here for this weekend. I just want to pat myself on the back again for calling Zach Ertz sucking this year. Nice. I mean, da- didn't Dallas Goddard get, like, two touchdowns? Yeah, Goddard had another good game. Yeah, that's just, like... That, I mean, I feel like the yardage for Zach Ertz, it's fine. Um, I mean, it's not great yardage, but it's not bad yardage. It's just that the touchdowns just aren't there. When they get in the red zone, it's like yeah, man, he's only on pace for like eight hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns, which would be when they get in the red when the when the Eagles get in the red zone. I just feel like it's Jordan Howard, yeah. Dallas Goddard, uh, Alshon Jeffrey. There's just so many red zone weapons mm-hmm. that I mean, it's just it's tougher. And I guess theoretically, you know, teams are eyeing Zach Ertz. Like they know they're not going to let Zach Ertz beat him in the red zone. It's probably easier to get Dallas Goddard open in the red zone than it is to get. So maybe they're doing a little bit of a decoy with Zach Ertz a little bit because mm-hmm. they think teams are going to eye him a little more. Uh, yeah, um, one final thing I wanted to talk about with Joe. Uh, his backup QB, who has not seen the light of day this year, is Andy Dalton. Uh, rest in peace to the Andy Dalton era. Uh, the Bengals announced today that they're going to be benching Dalton in favor of Ryan Finley, who I thought was Ryan Lindley. Who same. famously started a playoff game for the Cardinals in like 2014 and just like had the worst playoff quarterback start of all time. This is a different person. This is Ryan Finley, not NC Ryan State. Lindley. Uh, 
And, and so he's a rookie, in, taking the sixth round. I assume yeah. he's going to be absolutely atrocious. Um, when I saw Andy when Dalton. I saw when I saw Ryan Finley, I was like, "Oh, Ryan Finley, San Diego State." And then I was like, "Wait, no, this guy went to NC State. Different what, guy. Yeah. Different guy. Who would have uh-huh. thought?" Um, one last note with with Joe's team, uh, T. Y. Hilton. Uh, you got not that you would ever bench T. Y. Hilton, but he um, got shut down by Chris Harris. I'm assuming. Yeah. Five, five, 5.4. Was that, his, was that his lowest total of the year? Uh, he had 3.7 against the Chiefs, weirdly. Uh, but Yeah. yeah. Two, two receptions, 54 yards. T.Y. is always a really high-variance guy, just given his role. So. Okay, cool. All right, moving on. All right, um, what do we got? How about, how about Henry versus Quinn? Okay. Uh, well, since we're talking about Henry, let's talk about Henry and Nick. Being tied at 136 points, tied for but not tied for quite tied. Yeah, so Ben, I haven't decided yet. I guess it's theoretically my decision who to give this money to. Do I give five dollars to each of them for winning the bonus pool as the top scorer this week, or do I give all ten to Nick because technically his team did score more fantasy points? Uh, it's just that ESPN rounds quarterback scores in such a way that they show up as the same score. I think. This is my opinion. How I would do it is, I, I assume for your, <clears throat> well, it's hard, <clears throat> it's hard, it's hard to know. Like, say, say two teams are tied in total points end of the year. Uh-huh. ESPN is probably not gonna go out to the hundredth place. They're just probably gonna go like head to head. But so the point I'm trying to make is, you need to go off of. You can't give Henry one thirty five point six. Because Henry is going to get for his total, you know, f- total points on the year, they're going to give him one thirty six. I think right? so. Yeah. They're not. They're not giving him one thirty five point six. The system is giving him one thirty six. That's what's going to roll up into his point total. That's what. That's what his point total is going to be if it comes down to a tiebreaker to make the playoffs or for seeding and stuff. So I think. I think you have to go off of what the system is giving him. Yeah. And the system is giving him 136, so I think you split it half and half. I would be really interested to see what would have happened if these two guys had been playing each other. Because I think it's possible that the machine would have given Nick the game. And I think, I think an interesting counterpoint to what you were saying, Ben, is uh, I, did, I did the math on this. If we just imagine a world where both Henry and Nick's quarterbacks throw for two more yards yesterday, Nick would have a noticeably higher score. Nick would have 136.1. And Henry would still have 136 if we just added two passing yards to both their totals. That's an interesting Which means point. that Nick must be ahead, right? <laughs> like, logically, if we can add the same number to both and Nick is ahead then, then he must be ahead now. These are, like, the axioms of addition, you know? This should go into some, like... <clears throat> this should go into some, like, intro to philosophy course. Definitely, yeah. Which of um, these numbers is bigger? <laughs> like, what would... Like, what wait, like what would Descartes have to say about this? Yeah. Uh, so, so we'll decide. Maybe maybe I'll do a little uh, arbitrage I or think, whatever. Well, I, think, I think what this should come down to very clearly is a, is a league vote. Uh, I suppose, yeah. I think, we'll, I think probably, it's... We'll probably toss it out. I think there. it's gonna... It's gonna well, so who is ahead, right? Nick is ahead? Nick, yeah. So it's gonna be... Either Nick gets it all or split it fifty fifty. Yeah, mm-hmm. and let let I'm the let, let the lobbying we'll let the people decide. Let the lobbying go where it may. Yeah, um, I will I will give whoever whoever wants my vote. I will give it to them for 
for uh, twenty cents. <laughs> wow. Uh, to my my wow. vote my vote is up for bidding for twenty uh, twenty cents. I'll I like it. I'll vote one way or the other. All right. Uh, well, let's talk about Henry's team. Uh, obviously, a very good week because we're talking about him splitting the pool. Uh, pretty savvy tight end pickup, which has been happening to a lot of guys this year, actually. Uh, but he picked up Darren Fells from the Texans, who is somehow tight end six. How? how? Uh, because he has five touchdowns. That's how. Uh, he scored two touchdowns against the Raiders, had 60 yards. It was like a really good game. Yeah, it doesn't, I was going to say, it doesn't take a lot to be tight end six. But still, man, like tight end six isn't nothing, you know? It's it's almost nothing. Uh, it's approaching nothing. I'd say tight end, um, tight end nine is like, nothing. It's like th- so, here, so here's the thing. So here's my thing. When you say like tight end six, it's like, <clears throat> like nobody is starting. Like, it's almost like, it's almost like, you know, some random Joe Schmo was a tight end four this week. Well, if no one started him because he's just some random fuck, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. like... But, like, I mean, he's played eight games. Like, you know, he's, you know, shown some... He's uh, only been fantasy relevant for... Four of them, yeah. For four of them. <laughs> yeah. So that's, like, so that's... I mean, thing. it's really I, just this huge, like, five touchdowns is a lot of touchdowns, right? Like that's, I mean, th- as far as a dart throw, you, yeah, you, could go wor- you could go worse than this guy. Yeah. Um, uh, Henry also got another really nice week from Latavius Murray, who's been really good without Kamara. Uh, put up 28 points uh, for the second straight week. Uh, the Saints are on bye this week, and it sounds like Kamara's going to be back in week 10, so Murray's going to go back to probably like his not very useful self. But for these two weeks, he was glorious. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm Henry, I'm definitely trying to capitalize on Latavius Murray and, and sell high a little bit, just for those exact reasons. Like, it's not, not that Latavius Murray was useless for those you know, we like he had seven point nine one week. You know, he's getting some decent yardage. Yeah, every once in a while um, is useful. But it, it's the kind of thing where I I think you 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 try to you try to trade like maybe so Joe has Camara, so maybe mm-hmm. Joe is maybe Joe doesn't like super no. Does Joe have any useful pieces though? Well, I don't like I don't know, <laughs> but like but he has probably more useful pieces than Latavius Murray. Like once Camara comes back, like yeah. like I would rather have Latavius or I mean. I would rather have Kenyon Drake probably than Latavius Murray. Yeah, like, I like, just don't know. Like, is Joe gonna give up one of his like three useful players for someone who is not currently useful? You know, like, I don't know. I, if I'm Joe, I would probably trade Murray for or trade Kenyon Drake for Murray. I don't know. That would make sense to me. But I don't, know. I don't know if that's moving the needle a ton. Yeah, but it's just kind of an interesting thought. I I would probably try to capitalize on. I don't know if anyone's going to bite on that because, like, obviously everyone knows that Kamara is there. But who knows? Um, you never know what can happen. Um, I don't really know. I don't have much else to say about Henry's team. Henry, Henry, Henry's been doing well with uh, Adams out. That's been pretty... Yeah, uh-huh. when pretty Adams imp- comes back, he's pretty, be... pretty impressed with... Uh, oh, Hen- I will say, like, uh, he's been doing well mostly because of all of the other spots on the roster and not wide receiver. He's been starting Tyler Boyd and Mike Williams, and they were both fine this week, but I don't think either of those guys has been exactly blowing things up. Mm-hmm. Especially um, now for Boyd with uh, Ryan Finley as quarterback. That could be kind of rough. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, do you want to talk about Quinn? Um, I also, last week for Henry's team, I just want to point out that the only reason Henry has wanted Fournette is because... Tom traded him to Henry for Antonio Brown. Yeah. Which, like, That's rip. big for Henry. Yeah. R- r- rip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Henry um, and Nick both look like pretty strong contenders. Uh, and they both kind of come into their own the last couple weeks. All right, Quinn's team. 
Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, nice bounce back from Joe Mixon. Finally had a good game from that guy. Uh, he put up uh, 77 yards and a touchdown. Still don't trust that guy. Like, not that good of a game, but like it's something, you know? Uh, I don't know, but everyone else is kind of disappointing. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, thanks, Jacoby Brissett. Would have would have loved that stat line last week. God. Wayne. I'll I'll weigh about that. Jacoby Brissett literally has the game of his career last week. Fuck this guy. I make this all about myself all the time. Yeah, pretty much. I don't give a shit. Uh, um, I think uh, let's talk about Emmanuel Sanders a little bit. Uh, Sanders got traded uh, from the Broncos to the Niners, which you know is a much better team. Uh, but the Niners don't necessarily pass particularly well. I I do not like the trade for Emmanuel Sanders. Is um. If I'm if I'm Quinn, I'm trying to trade Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, I do not think so. He had a couple weeks where he was hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Like five, like yeah, I think like five. Played. So yeah. I I just San Francisco. They just they have too much success running the ball. I yeah. mean that's just their thing. They're 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 a great team. I mean there's just yeah none of these pass catchers on on. I mean you have George Kittle. He doesn't get a ton of volume. Just yeah. I. And and changing and, and he typically leads the team in targets and just so. and just changing teams mid year it's a new playbook it's always really hard new new team. chemistry to de- develop between the receiver and the quarterback I I do not I don't like it for for Emmanuel Sanders' performance yeah. he um, did uh, he did catch a touchdown in his uh, in his first game looks like. Uh, Oh, we've we got, we got another we just, beater. We, we just had a, uh, a, little, a little surprise entrance by none other than what's Tony's team's name, team name again? Uh, Dumb Young. Dumb Young, Dumb Young himself, out of the dungeon. He has not been seen or heard from for 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 several weeks. We only know this because Tony has not set well, his Tony, lineup. You haven't set your lineup yet. You can't even be on this podcast. I, I've been uh, I've been busy morphing the minds of uh, America's youths. So. Tony, don't don't say anything that'll make us have to re-record this whole thing because we don't know <laughs> we don't actually know how to edit it. Yeah, uh, get out of here. You're not allowed to be on. We, we told Tony that if he set his lineup for this week, he could be on the podcast. And I just checked. It's not set. It's still not set. <laughs> Tony, we're kicking your ass out of the league at the end of the year, you piece of shit. Take that. Yeah, get fucked. All right. What was I talking about? I was, I was so, fear-mongering about Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, yeah. You're just trying to scoop him up from Quinn, I assume. Nah. Classic. Nah. All right. Uh, um, I don't know. We're moving on. Oh, BC Johnson. Yeah. So ESPN has him in their system as BC Johnson. Are we calling him BC or Ola BC? This is all I have to know. I also don't know why you would be like, oh, my name is Ola BC. I have to shorten it to BC. Like, Ola BC is a cool ass name. Yeah. I'm guessing um, we're all probably butchering the pronunciation, though, so maybe that's the reason. This is a pretty classic. But the, but the part that we're butchering is not the Ola part. I don't know. Maybe it's not. One thing I've learned is that Nigerian names are impossible. So just this guy's Nigerian? I assume so. It's a very Nigerian thing. Jesus Christ, Evan. Easy. Come on. You man. better be fucking right. Yeah, I'll look it up. Here. God, does this guy have a Wikipedia page? He does. Okay, good. <laughs> he went to Colorado State. That's not Nigeria. Seventh round draft. That's not where Nigeria well, is. Well, okay, he's not actually Nigeria. Like, he's not... He was born in Colorado. <laughs> is he Nigerian, Evan? No. Is that yeah, it, aha. Olabisi, which means to bring prosperity to your family, is of Nigerian descent. Suck my dick. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I was right, as always. Uh, I don't know. I, BC Johnson is such a classic, like, I'm a Vikings fan player to have on your fantasy team. It's because he's not really useful at all. I, I mean, at the same time, though, like, 
what like like the pickings is, are pretty similar. Is, is, is it any different? I don't know if Us, using similar. using the last spot on your bench for a guy on a team that you like, like I don't know, like part of fantasy is like if you I, if you say, if you like that. if you like having this random receiver on the Vikings on your team, I'm not saying why, that why not? shouldn't do this. I'm just saying that it's very classic. Yeah. It is classic. I, I'm just saying that a non-Vikings fan would not even consider having BCG. I like it more than having Gronk. I, I also do, yes. Uh, speaking of that, do we want to talk about... Is that a good segue? Ryan versus God, I'm, a, I'm, such segue. A, I'm such a segue god. All right, so Ryan picked up his third win. He's 3-5 and five against Tony, uh, who is just bad now, mostly because he has... God, we should have grilled Tony about his, his lineup while we were in here. Hey, Tony, why'd you start Amari Cooper this week? He was uh, on by. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> t- yeah, so Tony started Amari Cooper. Uh, Delaney Walker, I think, is out. Yeah, he um starting him. he re-aggravated his ankle thing from right. the sa- same ankle as last year. Yeah, that's so right. that's so that's too bad. Yeah, and Walker wasn't even particularly good while he was playing. Um, he was good. Like I mean, he's just old. Yeah, he would. I remember a few years ago that guy was a god. Yeah, he was very good. He was pretty good, and people would forget about him too. But yeah, Tony hasn't touched his team. Uh, Kenny Galladay had a really good day. Um, it's been interesting to watch the Lions wide receivers kind of go back and forth because it's always one of them has a really good game, either Galladay or Marvin Jones, but it's never both of them. Uh, like last week, Galladay had two points and Jones had like 38 or something. And this week, Jones had two and Galladay had 24. So it's classic. Um, regarding, I mean, do we have to, are we going to talk about Tony's team that much? I don't have anything else to say, really. So. Uh, the one thing, I, I heard this thing about Lev Bell. So the Jets were shopping Lev Bell, uh, earlier, or, or they came out, um, because the Jets, because the Jets, Jets are a dysfunctional Jets or, the jet. organization. Um, I read this thing that Lev Bell, since like the year 2000 or something, um, there have been 211 running backs who um, had, through eight games, at least 70% of the, uh, like, carry volume for a team. Mm-hmm. And uh, Le'Veon Bell ranked, like, 202nd with, <laughs> uh, like, it, with, with, like, point... It, it was some ridiculous number, but, like, point two fantasy points per carry. Nice. Or, or just something ridiculous like that. Um, yeah, rough. Just has not had a good year. Yeah, um, I mean, that offense has been so bad. I, I, I suppose you pin a lot of that on Luke Falk, but... Yeah. Well, you know, one, one thing that we really learned from that, it's like, it doesn't matter really how good a running back is if the offense around him is bad, right? Like, Le'Veon Bell was obviously a fantasy superstar with the Steelers, but that offense was just such a great environment for fantasy players, and now you put him on the Jets and he's immediately, like... Not good at all. I think I think what's being understated with this is just how bad of a coach Adam Gase is. Oh yeah, uh huh. Um, I, I hate that guy. I, I think I, well, it's been nice because I'm pretty sure he's gonna get fired, uh, which is good. I, I'm excited. He to also not see that he guy. also came out and said that he this off season how dysfunctional this organization is. Like Adam Gase said at one point, like he didn't want Lev Bell. <laughs> yeah, he, uh-huh. like he because well, like, they signed him before uh, Gase was hired, didn't they? Oh, or did something they? Weird like I don't that. know. Yeah. But but he's yeah. like I have this good player I'm gonna use him so it's just it's just like a very dysfunctional situation yeah. like well and weirdly like I think Gase is right like I don't think it pretty much ever pays to give a running back a big contract it's just it was just like, like a it was just like a New York media market get butts in the seat sell right. tickets yeah, it's like, oh, sell yeah, we have to get this shiny guy sell, even though we're like jerseys. a four win team and like we clearly yeah. like, should not be shelling out for a top end running back like 
Yeah. It was a sell. It was a sell jerseys kind of move. Yeah, it's kind of silly. Um, uh, I don't have anything else. All right, want to talk about Ryan then? Yeah. All right, so Ryan this week, what's been going on? Uh, so he's got two Patriots wide receivers now, which is kind of interesting. Or no, he's got three of them. <laughs> he's got uh, Julian Edelman and Mohamed Sanu, newly acquired for the Pats. James White might as well be a wide receiver. Yeah, that's true. And he's got Philip Dorsett on the bench as well. So he's, yeah, he's got four Pats who all pretty much only catch passes. Uh, I'll be interested to see how Sanu does in that offense because uh, Josh Gordon is no longer with the Pats. So it sounds like Sanu, you know, there's a potential for a good role there, but we'll see. Um yeah. I don't know. I, I, I am not – for similar reasons as Sanders, like, mm-hmm. going to – like, the like people talk about, like, New England's offense being kind of intricate. And, like, like Sanu's a vet. Like, he's a good player. Like, he'll clearly – like, he's not going to – I think the Pats – He's not going to be terrible. are really good at, like, getting these guys midseason and giving them roles that they can use them in, though. But, like, if anyone is going to be able to get a guy they traded for up to speed – quickly it's going to be the pats right like they know what they're doing in terms of like folding guys in midseason because it yeah. seems like they always pick up a guy or two in the middle of the year yeah i'm curious if the volume will be there just because there's so many other weapons on that offense yeah it's um, always really hard to predict and they often just don't have to pass that much because their defense scores 20 points a game and they just don't have to yeah i guess i guess i guess probably the sanu trade i'm guessing did ryan have I'm kind of confused right now. Did Ryan have Dorsett before he had Sanu? I think he's had Dorsett for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. So, like, clearly he should dump Dorsett, right? Uh, like, like, it seems like, like you're it. not Well, it's just because yeah. you're not going to dump Sanu. But... I mean, he really should jump, dump Gronk. I think that's out of the question for some reason. <laughs> I, I guess we should say, five, also, also yeah. kind of on the paths. Also kind of on the path. Yeah. Ryan is just a wannabe Patriots fan. Apparently. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this whole situation is kind of confusing. Like, if I was Ryan, I would probably drop Dorset. Right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I probably would. Also, weirdly, uh, eight of Ryan's 15 players are either Pats or Rams and played in the Super Bowl last year, so. There also, the Jets and the Bills are in, uh, New England's division. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> And then his other two players are Mahomes and Shady McCoy on the Chiefs. Hmm. So then the only players remaining that aren't <laughs> in the AFC East They're or like on the Rams enough. or on the Chiefs are like Carlos Hyde, Jameis Winston, and James Conner. Wow. There you go. Um, Important to know. Good work, Ryan. What ties those three together? Nothing. Um, Jameis Winston, Carlos Hyde. Uh, actually, both of those guys were on my team, but James Conner... Jameis Winston and James, James Conner are, like, had very opposite, like, college careers. James, J- Jameis? J- well, James, well, Jameis Winston, like, got in trouble <laughs> yeah. for, like, raping a girl and also stealing, stealing crab, crab legs, legs yeah. and, and, and James Conner beat leukemia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little different. Huh? So, 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 so that's kind of how those two guys' college careers were different. Yeah. Um, All right, I got. We're, we're clearly out of things to talk about with Ryan's team. Uh, yeah, he had a good. Do we week think there. Mahomes is coming back soon? Uh, I don't think he'll be back next week. But should Ryan hashtag free Frank Gore? Yeah, always. Um, one thing I have to talk about with Ryan's team is I'm curious how Ryan will handle next week. The Rams are on by, and Ryan only has one tight end, one defense, and one kicker. But they all are on. They all are on the Rams. They're all Rams, and they're all like doing halfway decent. 
So I'm curious to see if Ryan yeah. purges his team to keep uh, yeah, I mean, multiple tight ends, defenses, and kickers. Yeah, do you basically and, sacrifice your bench to replace <laughs> all of these guys for and one in which case, And in which case, there's just going to be a massive bench dump. Right. And, and so it's like, does it's Ryan... Really so, so like, does Ryan drop Robbie Anderson and Frank Gore? Well, especially, <laughs> especially if he tries to get away with keeping Gronk. Yeah, it's like, does like, he keep... At the, like, is this the point where he finally dumps Gronk? You kind of think so. I mean, he... Yeah, Gronk couldn't possibly come back and be fantasy relevant this year. I don't know if there's any way, right? Like, you have to imagine they I, give him at least two to three weeks before he would start playing, which would put you at, like, week 12 or something. Like, I don't see how he could possibly be useful this year. I think you... So probably what you do, right, is you... you, you is, is, is Gerald Everett droppable? I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, so clearly what you do is... Drop Gerald Everett for another streaming tight end. Uh, and then drop Gronk for a defense and drop Dorsett for a kicker. Mm-hmm. That's probably that's probably clear well, what you do. Well, I, right? I would probably just drop this kick, Greg Zerline, as well. But that's a personal preference thing. I can see. Zerline is kicker one. He's, so I yeah, no, he's the number one. I, I would maybe keep Zerline. Maybe. All right. Uh... So I'm interested. I'm just interested to see what Ryan. Yeah, does. we'll see what the strategy is there. Should be uh, fun to see. Uh, okay. All right. Do we want to do yours? Yours, yours and Tom's. Let's save. Let's save you and me for the end. Okay. Uh. All right then. Let's do Connor versus Tim. Yeah. Sure. All right. Tim taking his first loss. Get uh, fucked, Tim. Tim is seven and zero. Uh, but kind of skating by with a couple of subpar performances lately, and it finally got to him. Uh, Connor's team, which has been looking pretty good, uh, came in and uh, ended his undefeated dream. So, I don't know. Let's talk about Connor's team first, I suppose. He did win. Uh, man, I haven't actually... So, David Montgomery was really good this week. He finally had that breakout week that people were expecting. Uh, I think, like, Matt Nagy, the Bears coach, like, got so much shit for not running the ball that he's decided to, like, almost ex- exclusively run the ball. Like, Montgomery got 27 carries in this game, which <laughs> is a ton. <laughs> and he did really good. You he can was, you can tell that... You can, you can tell that, like... Uh, Matt Nagy like didn't want it to work, but it did. Because like turns out giving David <laughs> well, Mon- it, it kind of worked in the sense that like Montgomery did really well, but the offense as a whole really struggled. But like, would um, you rather give David Montgomery twenty seven touches or give some of those to Mitch Trubisky? Yeah, to throw Mitch Trubisky throughout forty five times, <laughs> probably the Montgomery. Um, yeah, uh, so Montgomery was quite good. Uh, yeah, n- Tim like or not, 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 not Nick, not Tim Connor. Um, it was just an all-around solid week. Um, Sterling Shepard was injured, though. Yeah, Connor's he, another one of those guys who isn't really paying attention to his team. Like, I think he's sort of yeah, he, swapping out guys on by, but yeah. Shepard's been out for a couple weeks. Shepard has been in the lineup that whole time, I think. Yeah, so. six, seven, eight. Yeah, he's had Shepard in his lineup for... So I guess week six, when he played New England, that was maybe when he got the concussions. So maybe you give him a pass there. But week seven, week eight... Yeah. He's I think, out. so at the start of the year, we talked about Connor's team being auto-drafted, which meant that his starting lineup was really good, but his bench was really bad, but it has somehow not come back to bite him at all thus far. Like, every single one of his starters, except Shepard, has been perfectly healthy. Um, well, except I traded him Hunter Henry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Jared Cook had been healthy, uh, not very good, but he had been in the lineup at least. I was hoping that that would uh, spark, spark, spark uh, Connor to give more of a shit. But, yeah, apparently not. Uh, yeah, because he's got a really good team. Like, I think Connor's, like, first or second in points scored. Uh, I think second. And 
as long as these guys stay healthy, which so far has worked out perfectly, uh, you know, this is going to be a pretty good team. In the I, playoffs, can, I, think. I say this every week, but it, it gives me, it gives me a deja vu to Tony that first year when he yeah. didn't touch his lineup and was insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just some guys have all the luck, you know. <laughs> um, Gardner Minshew, 26 points off the bench. Yeah. I love that man. Yeah, Gardner Minshew. Um, I, I will also say how, how Halloween is – QB8? Yeah. God, I love that guy. Um, It's Halloween in a couple of days. Robbie Gould. Get Ooh, it. Get wow. it. Gould. 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 Nice. And I think San Fran plays on Thursday. They do. They play on Halloween. They do. Nice. So Robbie Gould – Playing on Halloween. That's yeah. kind of interesting. Um, looking at Tim's team, it kind of makes sense that he lost this week because Zeke and Mark Ingram were both on by. Yeah, we had kind of talked about this being a tough week. Uh, Mark Anders was uh, also on by, um, although he can just slot in Austin Hooper, which worked out fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Tim, Tim had a fine week. Like 95 points is you know going to get you a win a lot of times, but yeah, not, yeah. not quite enough against Connor. Uh, I want to talk a bit about Larry. the wide receivers for. Tim looking a little yeah right. I wanted little, to talk a little about little shaky. About, uh, um, Larry Fitzgerald. Well, Larry Fitzgerald. I mean that offense maybe like finally reaching the end of his rope. Yeah, how much of that is the op- you never know how much I mean, he hasn't had. He had a good start to I the mean, year. The offense is good though. He like, hasn't. Fantasy. Well, I mean, uh, it's how, fantasy good. It's not so not much not volume. since David John. Not since every running back on that team got hurt. I mean, that's only been one game. <laughs> like they, that no, no, no. Da- David Johnson's been hurt for a few games. Yeah, but uh, they they were good until Edmonds got hurt this week, really. And and I think a large part of why they weren't good this week was just playing the Saints. Well, Larry Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. He 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 he. No, he he had a bad week seven and a bad week eight, but yeah. I would chalk. I guess other than I'm gonna chalk a lot of that up to the running game being shitty. No, the running game. That's what I'm saying though. In that Giants game where uh, okay, but it's one Fitzgerald, game. Yeah, okay. that was like All right, it's one <laughs> game. running game was really good. Yeah, I think I love Larry Fitzgerald. I think he's fine. We'll see if uh, we'll see if he can kind of make a comeback here. Uh, good to see Devin Singletary back playing for the Bills. Uh, I think he had, did he get a touchdown. Yeah, he had a t- receiving touchdown. Only the, had three carries though, so that's a little concerning. The rookie, the rookie running backs having a a good little week here. Montgomery, Singletary, mm-hmm. the running backs are uh, showing out a little bit. Um, you know, ha- we're halfway through the year. The running, the rookie running backs, they're getting their feet under him a little bit. Yeah, Singletary missed a few weeks of that injury, and it looks like they aren't really ready to give him a ton of care, uh, a ton of run yet. Like he's only had seven touches in both of the games that he's played since coming back. And I guess he, he didn't have that many touches in the first couple of games that he played either. So we'll see. I mean, Tim probably won't have to start him very often because he'll be starting Zeke, Ingram, and Chubb. But as <laughs> right. a depth piece, uh, it would be nice for him to have Singletary getting some work. Yeah. I think I think for Tim's team, though, this loss might be a blessing in disguise. You know, it takes a little bit of the pressure Take off. The pressure off. You, don't, yeah. you, not, you, you don't really like to, you know – Go too far into the season. Well, I mean, at this point, it'd be fine if he had won a few more games. I would love to be. But you don't want to. You don't want. No, 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 no. You don't want to go into the postseason with that shiny, undefeated record. It mm. it, it puts on, uh, you know, unnecessary pressure. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, everyone's goal is to win the title. Nobody's goal is to be undefeated and win the title. That the would goal, be pretty cool. The too, goal though. is the goal is to win the title. That's the goal. Yeah. Doesn't matter how you do it. The goal is to get it done. And by losing this game, it takes a little bit of the edge off. The team is the team is you know they're gonna be relaxed. They're ready to go. You know, 
I think I think I think I I I get your point uh, and I, and I see what you're saying, but I think it'd be really cool to see someone go undefeated. Like I've never seen anyone even get to the playoffs undefeated in fantasy. It it just takes so much luck, like so much stuff going your way. And yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anyone get to the playoffs undefeated, and that would be very very fun um, for the whole league. I think trying to beat that guy uh, in our league not going to have it this year, but. If it's gonna happen, if Tim it w- made it over halfway, so if it would happen in any league, it would be in a fourteen-team league, where the because if you have less than fourteen, just there are just too many teams with good players. Yeah. But if you're a team like Tim, where you have Chubb, Zeke, Ingram, I mean that's like that's like mm-hmm. how going undefeated would happen. It's just if you if you just if you just massively hit on like a few guys and mm-hmm. are just demonstrably better like and that's just i feel like the more teams you have in the league the the yeah the more that separates you the more you can be separated whereas like if there are less teams in the league you just you can kind of just luck your way into having good players mm-hmm. easier yeah um but i think what we've definitely seen this year is that no matter how good your team is like a big portion of winning in fantasy is how good your opponent does which just makes it so hard to go undefeated right you're just gonna have to like all of your opponents are going to have to be like randomly a li- at least a little bit worse than they usually are in order for you to go 13 and 0, you know, it's very yeah. tough. Yeah. Well, it's the thing is Tim's team as far as like the objective point scored metric, mm-hmm. it's not even the best team in the league. No, I think he's like so, third. So, that's yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It, it, there has there's going to have to be someone who who just blows everyone out of the water on points scored just mm-hmm. like and know. then also gets lucky, you know. That's it's hard to do. Yeah. All right, uh, do you want to do uh, the last one before we talk about our games? Jay versus Ethan. Jay versus Ethan. Uh, so both these teams are 4-4 four and four now. Uh, Jay got the victory, put up 121 points. Uh, a large part of that was Aaron Jones, who is back to being really good again after kind of that one week in the doghouse that he had a week or two ago. Uh Man, Cole Beasley. I want to talk about that savvy Cole Beasley start. Cole Holy Beasley. Sh- I didn't even know Cole. I, 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 had, I thought Cole Beasley was a free agent up until right now. I had been seeing uh, Cole Beasley's name in, like, waiver articles for a couple weeks being, like, and, and, and these articles are always, like, I, I know, I know, guys. It's Cole Beasley. But well, he's been getting a lot of looks. And, well, and, go, and going know. off of that, every time I read about Cole Beasley, it's always, like, I will when I see Cole Beasley's name in these articles, I will think, Oh, this is just a PPR thing, right? And then I'll get, <laughs> yeah. and then I'll get to reading the description of it, and they'll be like, "Yeah, this is just for PPR <laughs> Yeah. So I never, so like, I literally just never think to pick up Cole Beasley. Yeah. Jay probably lucked out a little bit, a little bit with Beasley. Uh, he had forty-one yards, but he also had a touchdown. So that's uh, you know, that's ten points. Uh, that'll do, especially for a kind of. I'm just such a big fan of Jay starting time. Beasley and Mark Walton and fucking blowing out. Oh, uh, he started Mark Walton too. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm very impressed. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, he needed to pick up Beasley as an injury replacement for Thielen and Will Fuller. Uh, and that worked out pretty well. Yeah. Well, and, and, and starting Mark Walton over Rex Burkhead, I like that. I guess Rex Burkhead was coming back from injury, maybe. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Burkhead is, yeah, is in his first or second game back. Burkhead, you also, like, can't trust for anything, right? Like, he's <laughs> a Pat's running back. You get, you, get the short, you get the sure 40 yards from Mark Walton. Right, yeah. Um... But yeah, just this just solid solid week from only ten points from Kyler. Yeah, the Saints really shut them down. That that defense looks really really good. Marshawn. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz. 
yeah, so good week for Jay. I don't know, just yeah, I I really appreciate the the Beasley and Walton starts. Uh, yeah, what is Aaron Jones right now? Aaron Jones is RB three, which like good for him. Uh, yeah, still 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 in a fifty fifty <laughs> split with Jamal Williams though. Uh, yeah, uh, Aaron Jones had seven receptions for one hundred and fifty nine yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> That's incredible. That oh. 160 yards receiving for a running back. He'd probably be RB1 if he had caught that one pass that got him benched a couple weeks ago. Yeah, right. Um, All right, Ethan's team. Let's see. Uh, He got a nice bounce back from Juju. Yeah, Uh, Juju had a good week. (laughs) Who, to be fair, was playing the Dolphins. Uh, Nobody had a really bad game. I mean, I guess Ethan did score 86, which isn't terrible. Ethan has been starting O.J. Howard. No, that's what I was going to say. But you always make fun of me for shitting on O.J. Howard, so I thought I would agree. It's less now about O.J. Howard being bad and more just like he is not playing right now. Like, he's injured. Uh, Oh, he's injured? Yeah. Like, they were on bye in week seven, and he did not play this week in week eight. uh, And Ethan has left him in the lineup both weeks. So I think he's just kind of punting the tight end position, apparently. Uh, I don't well, know why. He should just drop O.J. Howard and pick up someone else. Yeah, or, like, any number of kind of useless guys who are on his bench. <laughs> like, he's got several not good players on his bench. I would literally drop anyone on this bench, except Devontae Parker. Yeah. I'd probably keep Devontae Parker. And I'd Parker. probably keep Williams, too, I guess. He has multiple Dolphins players, which is a bad sign. Uh, I, I, yeah, that's not what you want. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, good, good thing. I'm gonna be honest. I expected more out of Ethan. I feel like we're kind of yeah. Uh, we're kind of uh. I'm I'm trying to not just get into the wall of saying the same the same shit week after week. I'm trying to try to look at things with a fresh fresh lens and take taking the the thirty thousand foot view. I I expected more out of Ethan this year. I think I, there's not. Not quite as many. Mo- I don't think he's made any trades. No. I suppose he's. I suppose he's pretty busy with his economics shit. Yeah, probably. You know, he's probably busy and stuff, but, you know, Henry's in law school. He carves out some time to be a cunt and, well, and guy me on the waiver wire, you yeah. know? And the thing is, like, Ethan's team is 4-4. Four and four. Like, like, there's a very solid chance that Ethan could make the playoffs, despite all that has gone wrong <laughs> with his team. Uh, you know, not necessarily his fault things, like Juju just being kind of bad. Yeah. Like, like o- his start... OJ not being super good. It's, fu- it's funny how different his... Star- like, his starting lineup, like... He lost. Um, well, because he he drafted Andrew Luck. He drafted Andrew Luck and, and, and Big and Big right? Ben and Matthew yeah, yeah. Stafford has been very good, and especially yeah, now that Carryon is out for the year, yeah, especially with Carryon out for the year, yeah, Stafford Stafford is just going to be throwing the ball a we'll ton. Be, yeah, we'll be back to old school Stafford where they would just throw like forty five times a week and 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 and, and, and like Josh like Josh Jacobs, Marlon Mack, like. Yeah, like, oh, between Odell, those Allen Robinson, like Odell, Allen Robinson, and Juju, like those guys are combined for close to 25, 30 well, I points. I think that the week. big problem is that Odell and Juju have not been as good as we expected, right? Like they're both right around wide receiver twenty four, which is just not what you drafted those guys to do, right? Right, but also in a fourteen team league, having having yeah, they're two, not they're not like, worthless. Like, but Allen Robinson is a like a wide receiver like. Fringe wide receiver one two guy like like I don't know like ha- having having those three guys as starters in a fourteen team league is not mm-hmm. the worst thing. It's just clearly the tight end position is guy Ethan like yeah. mm-hmm. he needs to get some help there. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, so we'll see if Ethan can kind of hold on to a playoff spot. He's got one right now, uh, but I think he's like just at the very edge of it. Yeah, Ethan is the kind of guy where he's like one running back slash wide receiver injury away from. 
Yeah, for being really Really just like, running back. Given his bench. Because, like, I guess if, you know, like you said, Odell and Juju haven't been great. Like, you slap Parker in, like, maybe it's not the end yeah, of the world. But But if um, Mac or Jacobs go down. Yeah. <laughs> we, saw, we saw what happened that one week when they were both on by. And yeah. They start Edo Smith and Tony Pollard. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Also, I'm, just gonna, I'm just, like, generally disappointed with Ethan's, Ethan's performance thus far this year. Um, I'm thinking maybe, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe, you know, it's just, it's just the way it goes. It ebbs and flows. Yeah. All right. We're moving on to one of our teams. Sure. I want to do you or me first. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, Ben versus Tom. Ben All right. gets the win here. Pretty big win for you, Ben. Uh, I needed, I kind needed, of on the ropes. I needed a win. Yeah. I was being a wham wham. Yeah. Uh, I, I needed a win this week. Winning cures all ills. That's all I will say about that. I, <laughs> I've moved on. Uh, um, anyway, uh, what are we going to talk about? Matt Breida got hurt again like he always does. Yeah, right. Um, but he always has a way of just rejuvenating himself. So. Yeah, it seems like he never actually misses more than one game <laughs> he, he, at a time. He, he never actually, he never, he never actually misses. misses and, and I think he... I think he practiced today. Yeah, it's it sounded like uh did not practice today. Yeah, he'll be fine. But they're playing on Thursday, so I imagine he probably wouldn't have practiced unless he was like feeling real good. You know? That's fair. Uh, yeah, we'll, he'll we'll be see. fine. We'll see if he's back. He'll be fine. Uh, I mean, you can probably start Miles Sanders, right? Yeah, that's but, but he's also kind of hurt. Nah, he practiced today. He's okay, fine. So he's definitely good. Yeah. yeah. Um. We'll see. I don't know. Uh. Yeah. Most, a lot of your guys are kind of boring. This <laughs> Um, yeah, Robert Woods, like, I am, I am pretty much ready to put the bust label on Robert Woods, like, I drafted the, I drafted Robert Woods, and when was it, third round, I drafted him as, like, a sneaky wide receiver one kind of guy, um, is wide receiver 27. Yeah. Um. Good. I saw this thing that, uh, on the Rams, uh, how many how many targets did Robert Woods have? He yeah, had, he, he had two. two this week. He had two targets. Um, let's see, four four touches. Daryl Henderson had more had had thirteen touches. Um, and Daryl Henderson had more targets than Robert Woods <laughs> nice. this week. Um, that's the Rams' backup running back had more targets than Robert Woods this week. Um, so he's been really disappointing, um, especially when you see Cooper Cup just going bananas yeah. and getting 200 yards every week. Um, it's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty bummed out. Maybe with Brandon Cooks getting hurt, he had a concussion, but I know the Rams also have a bye this week, so, like, Cooks will probably be fine after this week anyway. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm really happy that Travis Kelsey finally decided to play some football. Yeah. This is literally, like... Like like when I said last week, I think it was last week when I said you draft Travis Kelsey to win you. It's it's like I spoke it into existence. Like like I literally said last week, like you draft Travis Kelsey to get you you know a hundred yards and a touchdown because like that will that will win you a week, mm-hmm. and um, that's what he did. Travis Kelsey had sixty three yards and a touchdown, uh, twelve points. That's his second best week of the year. Um, also his second touchdown this year. So I will say thank you, Travis Kelsey, for listening to my uh, my uh, my whining last week. He, he um, did it for you, yeah. Happy for that guy. Um, but that's about that's about all I got. Um, 
Um, yeah, I got, I agree. My team is pretty boring. I feel like my team nobody, is... Nobody did anything that interesting even, this week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even on my bench, like, it's like, oh, everybody, like, did it's okay. I know what, what, <laughs> what I would mostly expect from a lot of these guys. Um, yeah. All right, do you want to so, talk about... Slow and steady wins the race. Want to talk about Tom, then? Sure. Tom got engaged. Yeah, we should talk about that. <laughs> I, mean, I don't have anything more to add, but uh, we're happy for you, Tom. Congrats. Tom uh, talked me off the ledge last week. Uh, I just want to, I want to say kudos, kudos to Tom. Yeah. He said, he yes, said, he Tom, said, he no, said, he said some nice things in the group me. Tom uh, not only secured a mate for life, but he also brought Ben back into the fold. <laughs> <laughs> so he's the real MVP. I, I would have been, I would have been stewing. I would have been stewing in my bitterness for uh, a while longer if Tom had, I mean, you can't, when, 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 when I was like. When I was at when I was at work, what would have been on Wednesday or whatever, yeah. and I was like stewing, uh, I I was like half like, actually mad and half like, all right, I'm I'm very invested in this at this point. Like I need <laughs> you're into deep. Uh, like I like I need to like show that. But then Tom like Tom gave know, me the excuse to that, back well, off. Well then, the well, then Tom, well then you know Tom like <laughs> like you know like when I see I, I get this text like. Hey buddy, like how you feeling? Blah, blah. I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, I can't be mad at Tom. And then I, I was like, ah, you're, it's not so bad, you know. Uh, yes. Um, Tom got 21 points from the past. Pat, so, so there was this streak like early in the early early in the their game this week against the Browns where they forced turnovers on three consecutive plays. Uh, one of which was Baker Mayfield just tossing I a pitch. Saw to the Pats D and it's like they don't even have to do anything to get turnovers they literally just like do normal things and Baker just like throws the ball to them uh with with nothing else going on it's it's man just the ride that that defense is on remember when you remember when you said last week when I was nervous about the Patriots going up against (laughs) Baker and the Browns I I thought and you you were like oh no they'll be fine I was like Baker's had some better than this yeah (laughs) I was Um, like Baker's had some shitty games this year and he literally throws it right to the it was like all right away too like they had that touchdown early uh yeah a pick and two fumbles five sacks but yeah Yeah. I I definitely uh given that I kind of kind of squeaked away with the win but also Tom Tom keeps getting lucky with the Pats defense, so I guess I don't feel too bad. <laughs> I'm really excited to watch the game against the Ravens this week. Uh, the, f- the first, like, actual good team that they played all year, or good offense anyways. Um, that's going to be really fun, I think. I read this thing that uh, the pa- the Patriots' defense is, like, the eighth or ninth highest scorer in fantasy. Yeah, which includes um, QBs. <laughs> which, yeah. No, so it's, yeah, so it's, like, uh, it's, like... It's- it's, like it's, 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 well, it's like, it's, it's like Lamar Jackson, the, it was like Lamar Jackson, uh, Michael Thomas, McCaffrey, Eckler, and like, like one or two more, Tom, Michael Thomas was the only wide receiver, mm-hmm. and I remember Lamar Jackson for sure, and it was just like, you know, Eckler and like a couple other running backs slash court, it's like, it's like, it's like the Patriots defense is literally like the 8th or ninth yeah. highest score in fantasy, through, through 8 weeks, yeah, it's like half the season, uh, you know, like, it's like, it's, it's like, oh, it's, that's so crazy, um, yeah, I don't know, uh, yeah, Tom's, Tom's bi-week replacement for Lamar Jackson was Mason Rudolph, which, Worked out better than it could have, uh, especially because he was playing the Dolphins. I was nervous. He put up 16, which, like, obviously wasn't enough to win him the game. 
but you know, you can't be too mad with getting 16 out of Mason Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty lucky Tom didn't start Tyrell Williams over uh, uh, Alshon, although I would have been screwed. Yeah. Tom, Tom Tom texted me and he was like, "Man, if I had just started the white the right the right wide receivers." And I I didn't say this, but I was like cuz I was like, I don't know, I was just kind of tired. Uh like obviously you're going to start Terry McLaurin and like clearly you're going to flex like one of those running backs. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess maybe Freeman is not obvious. Yeah, but, but Freeman actually had the best day of any of the running backs, so that's true. Yeah. Um. But like you're. But like you're not gonna like as far as Deontay. I'm assuming he was referring to Tyrell Williams. Like. Yeah. I think so. Like you're not gonna start Deontay Johnson. Like. No. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Tyrell Williams has a touchdown in all five games he's played this year. So that's pretty nice. For formally on a uh, Saracen season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Evan, if you had just kept your players, your team would be pretty good. Ben, I literally traded Tyrell Williams for Carryon Johnson, and it didn't work out. <laughs> That's, say, what you did, that's what I just said. Yeah. It should have worked out. The it process was quite good. Um, Tyrell Williams, Latavius Murray. Tyrell Williams has 20 catches this year and five touchdowns. Which uh, Wait, say that again? He has 20 catches and five touchdowns. Man, which, that's like, wild. That's not going to keep up. Uh, so the t- one of those two things is going to have to change. More catches or less touchdowns. We'll see. Um but yeah, he's he's been kind of fun to watch. I I really like that Raiders offense. I think they're pretty fun. A little, a little sad that I don't have Waller anymore, so I have no real reason to watch the Raiders. But you know, I didn't watch the Chiefs Packers game on Thursday night. But I guess Jimmy Graham was like really close to having just like a bomb touchdown, but just was like a little overthrown. Uh, I would have been so I, I would have been so pissed. Yeah, that would have been funny. Um. Anyway, but but yeah. Um. I'm glad, glad I could get the dub this week. Uh, yeah. Staying alive. Back in the hunt. Staying alive. Back in the hunt. Um, All right. I'm sorry that I had to spoil Tom's. I hope it didn't take away from, uh, you know. The festivities. The festivities of the weekend for Tom. I bet he was just, I bet that just like offset all the happiness he was feeling all weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm, definitely. Um, uh, Tom's the first one in the league to get engaged, right? Um, technically? What do you mean Technically. I mean, Joe sort of half counts, but he hasn't officially done it yet, so. No, Joe doesn't count. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Technically. I don't even know. If, how can this be like a technicality? It's <laughs> like right. either you propose or you You're have the first. It. You did well. I want to point out that uh, I, I, I've always helped. I've always been there for Tom, helping him with the ladies. I went on a, I, w- I went on a, I, w- I third wheeled Tom and Aaron Stewart on uh, mini golf on their first date. Man. Um, the one that truly got away mm-hmm. uh, from Tom. Um, all right, well, at this point, Ryan Stewart has shot off the podcast and is not going <laughs> to listen to the rest of it. Um, but Ryan, please don't hang up yet. Uh, we still have to talk about Evan's team. Yeah, uh, Evan versus Dorf. Uh, Dorf got me this week. Uh, I was kind of looking at the stretch of my schedule. I've got Andrew and then Quinn and Tony, and I was like, okay, I can get a few wins here. Uh, and then Dorf goes and puts up 120 points, and, and that wasn't happening. Uh, led by Tevin Coleman. <laughs> Holy shit! Like, man, Tevin when, Coleman. When Tevin Coleman scores four touchdowns and thirty six points against you. You kind of gotta just be like, well, I'm probably not gonna win this week because like, yeah, Andy... Tevin Coleman scores fourteen, which is like a normal, like pretty good game for Tevin Coleman, and I win. But like, it was not close. Four yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, it's just on only like he he had eleven carries and scored four times. Yeah, you just kind of yeah. have to. I mean, you had a good you had a good week, but Andrew just had a. The only the only guy on his team that didn't do really well was Greg Olson. Everyone else was really good. Yeah. Mm. Um. 
So that's that's the tough part. Yeah, I was thinking it was going to be a pretty close game, and then within the span of like fifteen minutes, uh, Coleman scored two touchdowns and Duke Johnson scored one, and I was like, "Well, fuck me, it's all over." Uh, um, let's check out Andrew's bench. Um, all right, look at Damian Damian Williams getting a little bit. Oh no, he got a touchdown. Just a touchdown. It was just a touchdown. It's a classic Damian Williams game. Like no touches, but a touchdown. <laughs> I guess seven carries isn't nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'll take seven carries on the Chiefs' <laughs> offense. Like that's definitely not nothing. It's uh, not what you were hoping for for a third round pick. That is that. Is uh, yeah. Cam Newton still hurt. That's tough. Yeah. Ronald Jones still splitting fifty fifty with Peyton Barber. Kareem Hunt still not eligible. Uh, I gotta give a shout out to Tyler Lockett just because I don't know if we've talked about him this year. I love Tyler Lockett. He's so good. Like, and he's like tiny. And every time he makes a catch, you're like, how did he make that catch? Like, literally every single catch that he has is like that. You're like, his tiny little arms reach out to catch the ball, and he kind of, like, tucks it weird into his body, and, like, he does this motion, which you can't see because this is a podcast, but he does that, like, on every catch. And I'm always like, how did you do that? And Evan, was, Evan was humping the air. He's really good. Uh, he had 100 yards this week. Like, he's a wide receiver. He's, a, he's, a, he's just a classic, he's like... A very good he, he's He's like a... Like, him and, like, DK Metcalf, like, they make, like, in the Seattle Seahawks offense and Russell Wilson, like, it all makes sense. Yeah. Like, like, like you know, like, like, if you just think about, like, what is the classic Seattle Seahawks play? Oh, Russell Wilson drops back. Yeah. Oh, offensive line sucks, so the pocket collapses. <laughs> oh, Russell Wilson scrambles out. Yeah. Oh, I guess the corners can't cover for seven seconds, so Russell Wilson's just going to bomb at 40 yards. Oh, who's really fast and is wide open? Oh, it's Tyra Lockett, like, yeah. running a crossing route 30 yards downfield. They're like... Can't you just like picture that in your head yeah. right now? Like it's, it's kind just... of fun. Like my my thing about Lockett, like not looking like he should be good, but then you have to accept over the course of years that he is good. Like everyone went through this process with Russell Wilson like five years ago, where it's like you just look at him and you're like, and, and you know he's like third round draft pick. Like this guy can't be that good. And then just like it takes like three years of you like consistently watching him, and then you're like, oh yeah, this guy's really fucking good. Uh, very similar process with Lockett. And, and Russell Wilson. I've I haven't appreciated like just because the Seahawks are like they beca- they became like the league villain for a uh, while bit there, but um. But now they're back to just being fun. But like but yeah. like I don't I feel like I feel like in a couple of years, like either Russell Wilson will leave or Pete Carroll will leave, and I will like have realized that I kind of didn't appreciate the yeah. Pete Carroll Russell Wilson stuff like while it was there yeah, and i feel like part of that might be just like west coast bias like uh-huh. you just don't you just don't think of the west coast teams a lot yeah but i watched them a lot last year because i had um russell wilson in fantasy and like yeah they're, they're really fun uh i always have a good time watching that offense uh and they're just kind of doing silly things and like russell wilson is making fun plays you know it's a good chris, um, chris carson is really fun too uh shots chris carson all right. uh, oh, Evan, Andrew picked up Tariq Cohen. Look at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, Qu- Quinn dropped him this week. No, so. I dropped No, I dropped Oh, him. yeah, you did. But Quinn traded him to you? Was that, did Quinn even have... I don't, know. I don't know. Henry traded him to me. Henry. Okay. And then I dropped him. I feel like Cohen has been on half the rosters in the league. He is. Uh, he, yeah, he is. Yeah, he was on yep, Quinn's team and then Henry's team and then my team and now Andrew's team. So f- five? One, two, <laughs> three, four, five. Yeah. yeah. Alright, uh, should we move on to my team? Last one. Last one. Um, right. uh, I want to talk about the, the injury tsunami that took over my yeah, team. Yeah, Evan, I'll let you take take the reins with uh, the whole Arizona-Detroit thing. Yeah, so like, 
uh, last week or within the last couple weeks, I've gotten injuries to David Johnson, Carryon Johnson, Matt Ryan, Josh Gordon. Oh, and there's one more. There were five. I don't even remember. Um, it's all a blur. And oh, and Chase Edmonds, who is Johnson's. <laughs> which which John? What's Johnson? Uh, yeah, sorry, David Johnson. I have way too many Johnsons <laughs> on my team, so I have David Johnson. I used to have Carryon Johnson, and now I've got Ty Johnson. It's really confusing. Uh, Johnson and Johnson and Johnson. Um, but yeah, so, so this week I, I roll in, rolling with Chase Edmonds, who, you know, is coming off a really good game against the Giants and Ty Johnson, who is the new presumed starter for the Lions. I'm like, okay, I, I can handle this for a week or two if this is my situation. I also thought he would be the starter for the Lions. Indeed. Uh, Chase Edmonds, uh, comes out, uh, doesn't do much of anything against the Saints and then gets injured himself. It now appears that he'll be out multiple weeks. Uh, Ty Johnson isn't even the starter and Trey Carson who they signed off the street this week is the starter last like, week or uh, yeah last it, week yeah it, within the last week uh yeah riddle me that lions uh just like full, full blown just like full blown committee which like yeah. i guess makes sense because matt patricia lions coach is a bill belichick disciple which you know yeah. bill belichick also does the committee thing Classic doing this shit. So, so i guess it kind of makes sense but like yeah Man, like so, J- JD McKissick and Paul <laughs> Perkins also got work. Yeah, right. Um, I, don't, know, so I, I, I I think it, like it wasn't exactly a quarter each, but like as yeah. far as like snap count goes, like mm-hmm. each of them had more. Like Perkins, McKissick, Carson, and Ty Johnson each had like at least ten percent of snaps or mm-hmm. ten or fifteen. Like it was just not. Yeah. I, I'm just. I would just like entirely avoid the Detroit backfield until further notice. Like I, I thought about speculatively adding McKissick or you know whatever the other guy's name was, but like Perkins. I'm not, I'm not even bluffing. Like I am not. Yeah. I mean, like right. may, you know, maybe after next week, in you know, people's roles are more solidified yeah. and you you have more data to go off of. Like maybe, at, but as of now, like who the fuck knows? Yeah. Anyways, coming into this week, I am extremely desperate for running backs. Uh, that was a, a big reason behind my deal with Nick this morning to get Jordan Howard because, like, I literally have one healthy running back uh, before making that trade, and that's Ty Johnson, who is apparently not the starter for the Lions. I'm so guessing. I'm guessing Evan will be putting in a waiver claim for Trey Carson. I yeah, I will. I won't tell you where it is, but yes, there is a claim in there. Uh, so we'll see. What I, if I, what I, if, what I still, if, at this point, have no clue who will be my second running back this week behind Howard. Uh, really hoping that David Johnson will be back soon. Um, I really hey, hey, Ryan, if you're listening, I'll trade you for <laughs> I'll trade you for your uh, for your waiver spot so I can take Trey Carson. Ooh, ooh. I had to. That trade. Really, I had to. That trade really <laughs> did not work out for me. I would much rather at this point have James White than Ty Johnson. So it just goes to show, guys, karma. Uh, I do want to quick shout out Mike Evans for his second game of over 30 points this season. He just like absolutely demolished the Titans. That was fun to watch. I like how, I like how it turns out Johnny Manziel was never that good in college. It's just that he had Mike Evans. <laughs> like people, people did not talk about Mike Evans while he was in college. Yeah. Uh, and turns out, turns out it was never Johnny Manziel at all. Yeah. Uh, Evan, Evan made the, I liked the, I saw the Darius Geis ad uh, part of me was thinking, like, was Andrew's team name kind of, were you just kind of like, oh, I wonder how that guy's doing. And then you and then you probably clicked on him on, like, Tuesday or Wednesday, you're like, this guy's practicing? Actually, huh. my, my whole thing was, like, because of that whole spate of injuries, I had, like, three bench spots that were open. And just, like, 
the waiver wire is so worthless that at that point I was like, well, there must be someone who's like injured and going to come back. And it's like, oh, Darius Geis is probably going to play week 11. Like I have all these bench spots. As you can see, I filled one of them with Deshaun Hamilton, which is like totally worthless. So like, <laughs> uh, something I learned, uh, last week, Deshaun Hamilton was out snapped by Fred Brown, Fred Brown. Wow, that's a person that I have not heard of before. Downtown Freddie Brown! Downtown <laughs> Freddie Brown. Wow. There you go. That's a good name. All right. Uh, I don't have a ton more to say about my team. Uh, do we want to talk about the, the playoff picture? Ooh. That could be fun. Yeah. All right. So I've got the, I've got the model results. Let's look at what the model is. I just want to go on the record and say I'm sure Evan's model will have me at a less than 5% chance to make the playoffs. And I just want to say, fuck Evan's model. It's bullshit. Every year, it has me not making the playoffs, slim chance, and I always make the playoffs because my team knows it has a chip on its shoulder, and it has to prove Evan's model wrong. So if there is ever a year where Evan's model has me actually making the playoffs, I know I'll be in trouble. Yeah. Well, that being said, Ben is currently at a 67% chance of making the playoffs. Wait, what? So you're in trouble, Ben. No! Uh... So let's. See. So I think uh, looking at this, it's pretty clear that there's sort of a top tier of six guys, who uh, are all above ninety percent to make the playoffs. That's Tim, Connor, Tom, Henry, Nick, and Jay. Uh, so those six guys, you know, that's. Can you run? Th- can you run through those one more time? Tim, Connor, Tom, Henry, Nick, and Jay, all above ninety percent. That's your top tier, boys. Yeah. Right so now. So those are the guys who are who are sitting pretty. Right after that, you've got right around 70%, Ben and Andrew. And then I'm at 40%, then a few guys below that. Um, so really right now, it's looking like there are kind of only two available spots, uh, which is, you know, kind of slim for this point in the year. Like, there's a lot of time left. We've got five whole weeks left at the back of the season. Um, so what is the, the sixth person? What is their, what is their chances? Uh, so Jay the is the sixth of that group. He's at 89.1%. Oh, man. That's pretty high. Yeah. So, so we'll see. Should be fun. That uh, that rivalry week between me and Andrew, it could be uh, pretty week, large. Week week thirteen. Yeah, and it's important to remember this year too. We've got kind of the what we're calling the backdoor playoff spot, where only the top Sounds seven. Sounds dirty. It's very dirty. Only the top seven by record actually qualify automatically, and then whoever has the most points scored at the bottom seven also makes it. And as of right now, Ben, you are by far the most likely person to fill that spot because of your subpar record, but good points total. So Yeah, we pointed out it was pretty clutch of uh, Henry and Nick, and who was the other one that won this week? Henry, Nick, and Jay all won. Yeah, keep winning, keep winning boys. Uh, keep winning. I'm, I'm, I have a vested interest in, yeah. uh, in, in the teams that have high points to keep winning. Let the record show that Ben is touching his junk right now. <laughs> Just kind of just just did it. Just yeah. I, you started talking about the back door, oh, and you, I just you were ready. I we got the we're talking about playoffs. And yeah, it's getting hot. It's getting hot in mm. here right now. Yeah, I've also got on here uh, a little bit about remaining strength of schedule. You know, with five weeks left, the schedule can really kind of tip things one way or the other. Uh, so the hardest schedules left are Ryan, Jay, and Ethan. They all have pretty tough ones. Like their opponents are averaging, their remaining opponents are averaging about ninety six points per game which is good. And then the easiest schedules are actually me and Tim, whose opponents are only averaging like 86. So I'm looking forward to it. I've got Quinn and Tony in the next couple of weeks. I need to come away with victories in these. And Tim, who is already 7-1, has you know a relative cupcake schedule remaining for him. So 
uh, he should be looking to get that regular season title, get that twenty bucks. Can you can you talk about the luckiness thing? Yeah, I, I kind of like just can you maybe talk about the the teams that are maybe the three or four teams that are the most lucky and the yeah. ones that are the least lucky. So unlucky. I, I also have the code set up to um, tell tell us the expected win total for each team, which just based on the amount scored per week and basically randomizing who you played on a week to week basis. Permutation. Yeah, there's a lot of permutations involved. Good work, Ben. Yes. Uh, so the three luckiest teams, the guys who have won more than they're expected to win based on their point totals, are Tim, Quinn, and Andrew. And I think that's you know that makes sense. Like Tim is Tim is Tim has quite a good team, but you have to be lucky to go seven and one. Well, especially because like, like he's, he's not because he's not the highest scorer, right? Even, right? Yeah. Quinn's team is really bad, but he's four and four, so he's been quite lucky. And Dor's team is like kind of below average, but he's five and three, so he's been doing good. And then. Uh, the reason that I suspect Ben had me mention this is... No, 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 no. This was it's entire... because Ben is the second unluckiest <laughs> you person. Would, to be fair, you would also say that, but you are also the... You are the unluckiest. No, I'm third, actually. I'm, I'm oh, the third unluckiest. So that's why you wanted, uh, to, you wanted me to bring it up so that oh, you could mention... It was reverse psychology, yeah. Ryan has actually been the least lucky person. He's expected to win 4.23 games, and he's only won three. Uh, so, that, you know, not too far off, like... Only a, a win and a quarter. And still rebound there. So, yeah. That's uh that's all I got with the with the luck. Well I don't I don't I don't I the, we're 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 truly letting the free market decide who who the best team is. So I don't think we can feel too bad about Ryan Ryan's uh Ryan's, you know, we can't we can't just, you know, be going around regulating everything, you know? Yeah, exactly. All right. That was that. That was not. That was not a great joke. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on it. I'll work on it. Uh, I've got nothing left fantasy to talk about, uh, but I do have a non-fantasy thing. If you're ready, I have a semi-fantasy related thing. Okay, let's do that and transition away from fantasy. Um, so I I I, I recently, I recently realized that, uh, I'm gonna be gone like. During the first like two weeks of the playoffs. Right. So I don't know what our plan for the pod is going to be. We'll, 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 where, where, where are you going? So for the for week week 14, so so I guess Sunday is the 8th. Or yeah, Sunday is the 8th. Monday is the 9th. On Monday the 9th, I'm flying to a sales conference. Uh, it's our annual thing for work. It's in San Antonio. Nice. Um. So it was. It was actually kind of funny because last year was also this week, and the Monday night I just spent sitting in my hotel room, uh, in Minneapolis. Last year it was in Minneapolis because yeah. we didn't. We didn't. We didn't hit our We didn't hit our our number last year. Nice. So we didn't get to do an offsite uh conference. We had to do it at the Mall of America. So I have this vivid memory of just sitting in my hotel room watching the Vikings on Monday night and slowly realizing that Dalvin Cook was not going to score that the like eight and a half points that I needed to beat Connor <laughs> and just like being really sad. So nice. that's what I have going on that week. And so then and then the following week, I'm not coming back until Wednesday because mm. I have like a family thing. So, well, I don't I don't I don't I don't know. We might have to research some technology. W- what we might need to do is record Sunday night. Cause like most of the playoff games will probably be decided Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, for week for week fourteen, and then like I'll be back on Wednesday, in 
week 15. Okay, so right we, we, we could just do it right away yeah. on Wednesday. That'll work out. Yeah, we'll probably, ho- hopefully, hopefully most of the games are decided week 14 by Sunday night. I guess we could, like, watch Sunday night football or whatever. Yeah. But uh, that that was that was something that I kind of realized. I was like, oh fuck, I have, I'm gonna be, I'm literally gonna be gone for like a week and a half. Like that's not ideal. Right, right, right when playoffs. Right when playoffs start. Not what you want. Um, not great for the pod. Um, not great for content. Yeah. Um, but we'll 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 work through it. Yeah. Uh, what was your thing? Uh, so my non fantasy thing is, uh, the NCAA is is now going to apparently allow athletes to profit off of their names, images, and likenesses, which is exciting. Uh, you thought I was touching my junk before. Mostly exciting because this means we're getting college sports video games back, fam. Uh, NCAA football is going to be back before you know it, probably within like two years, two, three years. So I can't wait. Uh, the only thing that would make me get, like, buy a video game at this point in my life is if they started making that game again. And I, I'm so excited. Can we have a requiem for all of the notable college football players that we have missed out on during the years since the Ed O'Bannon lawsuit started and they quit making yeah. that video game. Uh, yeah, who were we at? Was Manziel ever in that game? That's uh, It's funny. My, like, my, my, head, my head immediately went to Johnny Manziel. Yeah, I mean, like, Baker obviously was not. Like, Kyler Murray. Uh, I don't know. Who else is really, really good? Who was one that? Like, Jameis Winston. Well, I mean, like, like, like Clowney. Yeah. Uh, like, Clowney would have been fun to play with in that game. Yeah. I'm Googling the list of Heisman winners. So, <laughs> Lamar Jackson... Uh, Marcus Mariota, yeah, like all of those guys never in a college football video game. Yeah, too bad. Yeah. When did they quit making that game? Uh, I believe the last one Wasn't was... Wasn't it like your junior high school or was, something? It was later than... The last one is like 2013, which means they made it in 2012. Uh, so that would have been right right after I graduated high school. Um, so maybe Johnny Manziel was in that game. Um of course, they never actually had the names. That's going to be the nice thing too. Is that when oh, when you get the they're they're not going to be fuck like, faces and right. try to skirt around. <laughs> like, it. like you won't have to download a file from the internet that has all the correct names in it. You know, <laughs> it'll just come with the game. Um, and another big thing is that when they stopped making this game, we still had the BCS, and now we have the playoffs. So the playoff is going to finally be in this game when they come back with it, and that's going to be pretty fun. Fair. Ugh, can't wait. Plus, college basketball video game will probably also happen again. And uh, it's been a really long time since one of those got made, like 2010 or something. Yeah. And those were always, like, you play those now and it's like, oh, this was clearly made a decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> we, the technology hasn't improved since then. Yeah. So. I'm sure the NCAA is going to find a way to, like, everyone's like... Somehow mess this up. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it's, it's tricky because it's like, you know, I'm... I'm doing air quotes right now, but it's like, it's the NCAA's purpose to ensure amateurism and, you know, my, you know, I read some stuff today that they're going to still try to tie the making money off of your profit or profiting off of your likeness and image. They're still going to try to tie it to, it has to be education related. I mean, yeah. it's all, it's, it's just, it's just too, we don't have enough details yet to really know what the intricacies of it is going to be. I'm assuming the NCAA is not going to just be like, Oh yeah, everyone can just do whatever the fuck they want now. After the NCAA for so long is like just being narcs and just yeah. trying to control everything. Like they're not just gonna be like, oh, everyone just do whatever you want now, because then what's the point of the NCAA, right? Like yeah. if I, if right. everyone can just if everyone can just do whatever they want, then why are they paying dues to the NCAA? Why, yeah, like, no why like, like like they're kind of burying their own grave and that whole thing. It's like I don't know. So I'm kind of interested to see 
like how, because it kind of goes against like the fact that the NCAA is like kind of giving up ground on this. It like kind of goes against why they exist in the first place. So yeah. it's it's kind of an interesting situation. But it also like is maybe the NCAA just is acknowledging it, it was really like if the California state legislature didn't pass that bill, right. yeah. clearly none of this would happen. But the NCAA just sees California, there are there are hundreds of NCAA schools in, yeah. in the state of California. And, you know, is the NCAA not going to let UCLA participate? You know, because that was like m- what Mark Emmert was saying originally after California passed this bill. He was yeah. saying these schools are not going to be eligible for NCAA championships, you know, so UCLA is not going to be able to be in March Madness. Yeah. You know, Stanford and, Bur- you know, Bur- these schools are not going to be eligible for the Rose Bowl or, or I guess that's not NCAA, but you know what I fucking mean. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it, it was an interesting thing and, and the NCAA didn't want to like, probably didn't want to have a tank at force like once some, you know, I'm sure, you know, Several other states are kind yeah, of New York. Done. New York, it sounds like, is close to doing a similar thing. And uh, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, also indicated that he would support this. So yeah, it's like those are the three big ones, right? So, right. And then Texas would be the fourth. So like, yeah, that's that's not great for the end of the life if that kind of thing is happening. So I think maybe they kind of saw the writing on the wall and just said, well, we might as well start preparing for this. It's going to happen. So well, because it also the alternative is just like it would just be the NCAA taking these taking these things to appeals court and that's going to cost right. a shit ton of money for the NCAA. <laughs> and they're probably to... going to lose cuz it doesn't seem like this should be legal. <laughs> right. Uh yeah. So yeah, I just think it's 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 an interesting game of 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 cat and mouse and just kind of it's very it's very much like a uh like a business trying to adjust to like a changing environment you know just kind of the NCAA is trying to kind of figure out how it can still exist in a slightly adapted landscape because it knows that its hand got forced by like an like a like a third party yeah. kind of a thing um yeah shout out to California as always yeah they, they god it's been interesting to see that legislature like know that they are the most powerful state and like throw around their weight by just like like if California does something, the rest of the nation like sort of has to pay attention just because there's yeah. so many people there. Um, the company that I work for, we had to discontinue items because the California state legislature passed this law that no seriously, the California state legislature passed this law that said if you have this one ingredient in your food, you have to label it with um how it's like a potential carcinogen. Nice. Or what, you know, and it's like clearly this thing is not like a carcinogen. Yeah, classic. But um you you know. And so, like, we can't just have a separate label for our item for when it gets sold in California. Uh-huh. And California is a huge market. We we can't just not sell right. this product in California. So we had to literally discontinue. Uh, this is snackamoles. Uh, if you've ever, it was like it was like it was like literally literally we had to discontinue this item. Yeah, that's right. This whole item line, and it was like you know a couple of different, couple of different. Uh, items on this line and it, like just that's how that's how powerful the, it, the california state legislature is it's like they can just like kind of do whatever the fuck they want and yeah yeah it's kind of funny all right uh well yeah that, that was my non-fantasy news of the week i think i think we're uh, we're looking pretty good on time so yeah the people the people want the people want uh, this content the people well, since we're coming to you on tuesday for... night i feel no need to you know like if it were Monday night, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to get back and watch this game here. But, like, damn, there's something going on. Evan is a lot chiller on Tuesday nights. Yeah, I'm relaxed. I feel great. On Monday nights, he's like, oh, I got to watch Steelers Dolphins. I'm, I'm an addict. 
Maybe next week we crack a brew. During the pod? Maybe like, rip, why, a, why rip, rip a joint. Yeah, fair. I don't know, Pop some Adderall. Nice. Maybe all three. Wow. Rip. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Rip a dart. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are, are we good? I'm trying to think Is of other. to say? I'm trying to think of other illicit things we could. And do this off air. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next week. Next week. Uh, jello shots before the pod. Nice. All right. Are we at are we at an hour twenty yet? We got eighteen seconds. Okay. Well um Yeah. I'm sure people are really enjoying it. What's your favorite time. animal? A bison. Oh. Yeah. I like otters. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. And monarch butterflies. Wow. All nice. right. Clear clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. Thanks, guys. <laughs>